1: Been by the so way, one
2: well, sec, sec. Well, we don't want to lose the call as a ahead. guest, but we also don't want to forget to remind everybody that 12 o'clock hour of the Ultimate Cleveland
0: Sports Show is sponsored by Collie Gracing, Callie Gracing, your Northeast Ohio sports team. Before we switch gears, guys, one thing, and I, because DeQuell may be working for the Browns, I didn't want to put him in a tough spot by asking this question. Right. But the fact that he was spending the whole week with a lot of Browns personnel, and the first thing he said to us was, after we asked him about the free agency, is, I don't remember the exact words, but he basically said, I expect the, the Browns to have a sense of urgency. I think that's exactly what he said. Yeah. So he's not pulling that out of his ass. No, he's probably taken
1: that from some of the conversations that he had. So that's got to make you feel good. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and look, th- he's not selling anything we don't know. We know that this, is on, on an urgent scale, there are red flags and sirens going off all over in that building. In I Korea. like
0: it. I love it. Right, but it's one thing to say, it. well, they should feel that way. It's another thing for a guy who spent the week talking with all a lot of the powers that be of the Browns to say, yeah, they're feeling that. I love and they should, it. yeah.
3: I love their knees shaking right now. That's the knee-jerk reaction. Keep doing that. Still got to be yeah. smart with what decisions they
1: make. Yeah, you said you, know, you can't be reckless, I think is yeah. the word you right. used, and that's absolutely right. right. The money that you spend still has to be wisely spent. Right. Spend it on the you right can't guys. can't do it
0: recklessly. Spend a lot, but spend, spend it on the right guys. And you know
1: what? <laughs> no longer do they have an excuse that, you know, we're saving money under the cap or we're going to pick our poison See, for uh, this year. No, nope, none of that. That ship sailed when you bought part of the Milwaukee Bucks. That's right.
0: This is that. your baby. So, uh, I think that ship sailed when they traded for Deshaun Watson. They took it another or, level, or, level oh, when they yeah. spent money on I the I thought
3: yeah. that ship sailed when they gentlemanly punted punt last year. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. On, on top of all the two things but, that y'all just said. What, now, everybody, you know, I love the urgency. You know why? I, it, there is nothing like... There is nothing like having a fear uh, of failure and a fear of you, you not keeping your job. You can see it in work. When the boss is at work, and you all see it. In, I used to work in corporate America. They said, the guys from corporate are coming Corporate's coming. You, every, every, yeah, they told my boss, clean your desk up. You got way too many snacks on your desk, G. Bush. Corporate's coming through. They sweep the <laughs> floors. You can't go to their lunch in the cafeteria, break no more. The small talk by the water cooler don't be
0: happening no more. Right. And everybody buttoned button up. The, up. Yeah. And guess Still small talk by the water cooler. Is that still something that's happening? Yeah. See, it is. It happens upstairs in three no, newsroom all I the like time. It. That's
1: the great We part. have a popcorn machine up there, which yeah. is a great idea for an office. It is. Because you know what, what draws a crowd more than popping popcorn. This, some and of us boom, had, next
3: thing you know, there's five people around there filling yeah. their bag of popcorn. I, I'm talking. sorry, fam. I, I'm sorry, family. Some of us had regular jobs. Some of us go to these jobs. Well, mm-hmm. I had a regular. I had regular jobs too until I was 25. Look, you're 25. Yeah. They, uh, like upstairs. Well, their upstairs is a regular job,
0: but it's it's like man. It's like really I, literally anchorman. Yeah. I worked. Close. I worked. At, I worked for two years at an oil company before I went back to college. Doing. I was like a gopher. I just ran all these odds and ends. Wow, uh, you know, interesting. When I was like 23 to 25 years old. And the boss was rarely there. Sometimes he, when he was there, he'd sit up. He was an old man, Mr. Raffi. He would sit up in the office. And every once in a while, he'd come down. And everybody would get a little, you know, you'd get a little on your P's and Q's sure. a little more. yeah. When Most, he was there. Well, I here's mean, the thing, though. That for, if you're the owner, yeah.
1: you don't have that. No. There's one person in the Browns organization over the last
0: decade that's had zero fear of losing their job. The owner. That's right. That's it. So nobody can hold him accountable. No, we can. By not going, not spending money, but fans we don't can. do that. And yeah. you know what? Raising our level of expectation. Yes, Demanding absolutely. Demanding
1: more. And and that's why I said, for you, it was the Deshaun Watson signing. That was nice. Yeah. That told me you better be all in. But no, for me, it was spending $875 million on another team.
0: Well, we all got there at a different time, but we're all there. I'm yeah. there. And 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 so there's no excuses. I've been saying for years that when it comes to the Browns, I don't know why it's only the Browns. Because it's not that way with the Guardians, and it's not that way with the Cavs. Fans lower their expectations. I know we do. They've done it forever. And you know what? To the fact where they made Baker Mayfield a god almost because of one playoff win. We're in a codependent relationship. Yes. And here's what I mean
1: by that. If you're in a relationship with a person that's treating you poorly, the first few times it happens, it's not your fault. You were in the way. Right. It happened to you. It was the other person. But after a while, once it's become a pattern and you're continually staying there
0: for the abuse, that's on you. The Browns have stock. Browns fans have Stockholm Syndrome, basically. You're exactly right. That's what we have. And and so any peak of of
1: anything, it's like, oh, oh my God. You know what it is when, when they sign an Odell Beckham or they trade for an Odell Beckham or they go out and they sign Jarvis Landry and they do these things? It's the equivalent of the abusive person in the relationship saying, baby, I'm not going to hit you no more.
0: Here's some flowers. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm good now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ch- I've changed.
3: Yeah. I'm going to do then, right by and, you. And so here's yeah.
1: what I, what, what, what we have to say. I, I tuned out the news conferences. Oh yeah, the ago. press. I, my favorite saying is, I can't hear your words. They're drowned by your actions. Don't tell me about the labor. Show me the baby. Yep, there That's what I need. Yeah. And that's what when all the fans in the area get to that point, to where we all collectively say, you know what? Enough abuse. You've abused us long enough. Right. The, We're not going to take it anymore. That's right. The, the, We're demanding better. But that, and if you. And, and by the way. Yeah. This person just spent 875 million dollars on flowers for
3: another mistress. Right. That's right.
1: That's you I, better not forget about us. I, so I, right. I,
3: I told him the thing that changed my life forever was the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. People always talk about, oh, I don't want to hear about no other teams, but I judge what I'm doing off of what other teams is doing. I just saw the the the, the Browns are known as one of the worst ownership groups, right? But yet and still, they've been to how many Super Bowls? Zero.
0: No, oh, no, you no, talking no. about the Bengals? Bengals? You said, you said uh, yeah. yeah, you said the four? Browns. Four? Three, three, three. three Super Bowls. Three. Yeah. Now
3: think about this. Yeah, this year would have been four. Yeah, this right. year. Now, this is an organization that don't like spending money. They don't have great facilities ownership is, uh, they really didn't like their quarterback, or excuse me, their head coach. And all of a sudden, you get Burrow and a receiver, no offensive line, and you're in the Super Bowl. And and for me, and I was... a play away from winning it. And a play, it should have won. And so for me, I'm sitting here watching these, these Bengals in the Super Bowls with the colors that look kind of like mine, with the Paul Brown thing that used to be ours, and I'm sitting there thinking, I've been sold a bill of goods. I've been told that... I should be investing three to five years of my life in in making sure the regime has time and I need an offensive lineman and I need to get tackles and I need the quarterback to be in the same system under the same coach. And I need the general manager and the philosophy to be idolized ideology from the top to bottom. And we need all these things in a perfect storm just to even make the playoffs. When I just saw this team, and, the, and countless others, Jacksonville Jaguars, dumpster fire one year, playoff win the next? No, it does not take all that. If you are concentrating and you hit on your draft picks and you spend your money wisely and you make sure you turn over every stone possible, you can win in this league because it's set up for you to do so. You're right. It is. This league is set up for you to be good every seven years and for you to be bad every seven years.
1: And there's no reason for any team right. to spend 15 to 20 years no. at the bottom end
0: of the talent and, cycle. And the fans it's, have to stop giving the organization a pass. You've done it. T- it's been it's been happened too much. The other teams in this it, the, the, the other teams that are better run than the Browns have never been given a pass. No. The, the Guardians never get a pass ever, especially their owner. This town and, loves to beat up on Dolan. Yeah, and I, I'm not, listen. I, and I'm no apologist for him. I've criticized him plenty, yeah. but. It's a well-run organization. We it's, don't like everything about it, but it's a well-run organization. Most, most, t- most will tell you it's top three in Major League Baseball. Yes, and that's not even a and question. And, and you know you can't you can once you get to the playoffs in baseball, there's, there's, you don't have a ton of control. You right. can bring in all the talent you want, you still may not. The Dodgers, spent the Dodgers. had a two hundred fifty million dollar payroll. They didn't. They got knocked out last year early. And so, they develop talent. They like e- like even
3: when they do have somebody to let go. They bring a dude right behind them that's just as good or better and you can't even really say nothing about it. No, all we asking for the Browns to do is develop one guy. Give me one receiver, a quarterback, yeah. and maybe a linebacker that you yeah. can develop. That's all we want. Let's talk. It's you, never been, been easier to go
2: from worst to first in the NFL. It's never been easier. And just a reminder yeah, real right. quick, our 12 o'clock lunch hour is sponsored by college racing, Callie Gracing in Northeast Ohio. NASCAR team.
1: Let's do the Cavs now yep. because uh, after a disappointing loss at the Celtics late last week, they bounced back with a nice
0: win against the Pistons. We expected that. I got to admit, I did not watch a minute of that. I didn't, I, I didn't either. I didn't feel there was a need to. No, I didn't follow. I'm not it on watching you play the Pistons. And if
1: it was if it got dangerously close, I was going to turn it on just so I could let my blood pressure boil. Right. But it, it was what we expected. It was a pushover yeah. win. Uh, the Celtics last night had a double overtime game against the Knicks. So, the thinking now is they're going to come in here tonight and rest their stars. And, by the
0: way, yeah. because of that win by the Knicks, which I think is, what, their 10th in a row, Mike? 10th in a row. Half game? They're only a game. Is it a half game I thought it was game? a game. You want to double-check the standings for me? Or uh, it might be a game. It might be
2: As of this moment in time, it exactly, they're one half. game back.
0: One game. Or one Knicks game back.
2: Knicks just a game back.
0: Yeah. So, mm. you know, the, it's stunning. And It's a bigger deal for the Cavs to be four because the Knicks have been a good road team. I know. You don't want to see the, even if you get the four, you're going to have to see
1: the best road team in the Eastern Conference. I believe their records number one in the Eastern Conference. Second
2: best in the East
3: behind Boston. Okay. And and do you want to lose to the team that Donovan Mitchell has
0: always had, you know, it's always That would be bad. Like, they come in there and smoke you. By the way, if they lose to the Knicks in the playoffs, JB's gone to me. I said that last week. He's gone. You can't lose to the Knicks. The Cavs are a much more talented team. Yeah. I I agree. If they lose, I'm going to point to the coaching. Unless there's a catastrophic injury. Well, I I was hoping that we would see the full Celtics lineup tonight because I wanted to see what changes JB made. Right. Now that's moot. I mean, I guess, we, again, we don't know for sure they're going to sit those guys, but we double don't. overtime and guys getting banged up. Yeah, I the assumption
1: imagine. is that they're going to rest at
0: least some of their stars. They may yeah. rest three or four of them. Yeah.
1: Um. So I, all of our discussion points kind of flew out the window because I wanted to ask you guys what adjustments you were specifically right. looking for JB to make. I don't really think we're going to get much out of that. And I, the assumption here also is that they're going to kind of I don't think it'll be an easy win, even if the Celtics do rest their stars. I just think that the Celtics have good role players. They have a good bench. They'll make it a fight, but I think if the Cavs lose this, like they did to Golden State when Golden State
0: sat the big four, right? That
3: was great. That would be
0: embarrassing, horrific. But but if Tatum Brown and Smart don't play, then it's a meaningless game. I mean. You don't Unless they, they lose. Win. Right. If they, if they, lose, don't, if they, a lot they win, of I'm not going to look – I don't look anything into it at no, all. No, I you.
1: agree. We asked the question last week in, in on the on the production lineup. We didn't get to it on the show. But I thought we've got some time now. We might as well get to it. Which role player – and we're going Cavs history. Yeah. Any time in the Cavaliers – and it's got to be a role player. Don't come at me with, you know – uh, I come think on. Kevin Love was not a role player. The, no. Kevin Love was a no. piece. So, which role player – in the history of the Cavaliers, would be the best fit with this roster
0: right now. You see, I to me, a role player is a guy who doesn't start and plays, you know, 15, 20 minutes maybe. Yeah. Uh, you, who, what order are we going in here, Mike? You got to grab. You can
2: start right? first. Yeah, we got yours. All right.
0: Ready? Mine was Mo Williams. No, it wasn't. It's not Mo Williams. He was one of my final three. I remind me who it was. I can't remember because I had a final. It three. It was
2: a guest, a former guest on the show. Oh, Booby Gibson.
0: Booby Gibson. Boobie Gibson. <laughs> right. I had a final three because what I did was I looked for guys who didn't, you know, who were like who were not starters, not stars, and then I looked for who were some of the best three-point shooters in Cavs history. And I, I came, I, it came down to Wesley Person, Booby Gibson, and Mo Williams. And then I texted my uh, – Jason Lloyd and Chris Fedor. I said, I don't think any of these guys are very good defensively. Who would you say is the best of the three? And – They weren't. None of those guys. None were. of those guys couldn't play defense. Yeah. But Jason was like, well, at least Booby played – at least Booby tried hard on defense. So, that was the tiebreaker yeah, for effort me. Effort counts for something. Yeah. So, Booby, in the year I picked – what was the year I picked? I can't remember. 08-09. Uh, so, 08 – in the 0809 season, he shot his – I can't remember the exact percentage now – but his three-point percentage that year was, like, absurdly high. Yeah, 44%. Yeah, it was uh, 44%. And, and I was debating between that and, I think, the 9 10 season. Because in the 9 10 season, he, he put up some big postseason numbers from three. But I, this team needs a, a, a guy who can be a killer from the three-point line. And that year, Boobie Gibson was. All right. man. G.
3: Bush, you're up next. I thought this was an easy one. Um it, I brought it down b- between J.R. Smith and um, I. I didn't go with J.R. I went with Iman Shumpert. I like mm. I, I, I. got Iman Shumpert. Now here's what we gonna do. I'm gonna take him from in 16, 17. He's, he good play three. He can play guards. He can he can run off screens. Iman Shumpert, uh is a dude that can hit an open three. And I don't gotta run no plays for Iman Shumpert. But he, isn't he just Isaac Okoro? No.
2: No. Yeah, G. kind of is. He kind <laughs> of no. is, man. Amon Shumpert is a way is. better.
3: He's a way better. He's a way better scorer than than, than Okoro. And he, can, what was his three-point percentage?
2: that year? Not good. I'm going to tell you, and you're going to oh. be like, ooh, that's not what I thought it was. Yeah. And shout out to Amon Shumpert. Hell of a basketball player overall. But let me find his basketball uh, reference me, here.
3: I, what did he shoot
2: me for three? I'm pulling it up. Give me one sec. And for his career, G. Yeah. 33.7%. Oof.
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: By the way, bo- bo- all three of the guys that I had as finalists, Wesley Person, Booby Gibson, and Mo Williams, all had a better uh, three-point percentage career-wise than J.R. Smith. Jr. just took a ton of threes. He was a volume shooter. Yeah, volume shooter. Yeah, ooh, G,
2: was, he, just, he ooh, wasn't a shooter.
3: I was looking at his field goal percentage. This is 41 right here. That's from the field
2: goal. Ah, we don't know about that. See? Are you are you changing? And we don't know about that. Hey, gee, we, we, have, we have JR, because that, that's who I picked when I was yeah, supposed to be. I was right. going to take him or JR. I'm right taking right JR Smith. Hey, the one thing with JR and Bull is right, he was a uh, volume three point shooter in the 2015 2016 season. He did shoot 40% from the three-point arc, which is a very serviceable number for a guy who made 204 threes, which is the team record. He averaged 12.4 points. in that season, while he wasn't the greatest defender, he did have his best defensive season. So He played very he good the,
0: defense that year.
2: I think he was the obvious.
0: Like the I thought he was answer, the obvious choice. That's why I didn't pick him. I wanted to try somebody else. Yeah,
2: Jr. for me
1: was on the fringe of is he a role player or not, and I think on that team he was. He was on that team. He yeah. could, be, could be off. Yeah. You yeah. went he with someone Jay. Who me and Bull actually don't think was yeah, a role it's, player. No, the year that I'm taking him, he was a role player. He didn't start. I, I want him his rookie season. I think he started maybe 15 or 20 games. You might want to look that up. I'm on it. Um, here's what Hot Rod Williams could do. He played terrific defense, and that's what this team needs. You said last week we were having a conversation. Until this, le- until this team finds a player that can shut down the elite threes in this league mm-hmm. and that's a very tall task yeah they're in trouble and you're right we are because right now the gap between like acceptable and where we are is big yeah huge hot rod williams would come off and he would give you energy minutes and he was even though he didn't start until late that season and i think then Jay, it was because of he an started every game he started every rookie. game that year his rookie year he started 80 games are you sure that was yeah. the second
0: <laughs> leading scorer on the team? He's not a role player.
1: <laughs> I'm still taking him because he, said, he wasn't he in was. the top three players no, no, you're on right, that team. You're right? Tell me, tell me who the top three wasn't he their second team. leading scorer? No, wait. Tell me who their top three pieces were that year.
2: Uh, according to the Cavs, there. No, that's. Give me a sec. I got to pull it up. I got yeah. to dig through. It would be, be, be Dorty,
1: Nance, and Price. Now. I don't know how deep you want to go before you start calling these guys role players. Right.
0: Like, Rod was the third leading scorer of the team, uh, which I mean, I'll take. He's borderline. He's borderline. Price. I still
1: think that year he was a role player. I watched every game that year. Yeah. He, I mean, he, I, I mean, think you him as was was fourth. Not yeah. That condom as a fourth. Price four.
0: was not the fourth. Price only played sixteen minutes a game that year.
2: I would still say name you. You said he's the fourth. Name your three. No, he wasn't. Well, you're, I, I just saw the name Mark Price. He but was a rookie that season. Pri- so. Mark Price didn't do anything that year.
1: But Pri to me, the team was Price, Doherty, no. Nance. No, 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 Jay. Yeah.
0: Price did nothing that year.
1: He he played. I watched that I watched Price every game that year. Price came off the bench.
0: Price was a. Uh, Price was a. He averaged seven points, three assists that year. Price.
1: I just remember him being way better.
2: Ron Harper he, averaged twenty-three points. Ron per Harper game that year.
1: was the other one. Yeah, Ron Harper. Harper and Doherty, and then Hot Rod was. Hot, Hot Rod was thirty scoring. Third, yeah. Where was Nance? Was Nance on that team? Nance wasn't on Nance that team. didn't no. come until later. Yeah. I'm still... Listen, it's I, a long I, time ago. Everything gets... And it and counts, Jake. No, but I'll it tell counts. you this. I, I, I watched that team. I was I was in college, and when I was in college, I watched every game every game that I could that was on mm-hmm. TV. He was a role player on that team. And I. by the way, I would still say J.R. Smith would qualify as a role player on the Cavs team. But I just think that there comes a spot where... He, in, in Hot Rod's career, where he wasn't a role player, he was a piece. You know, he was like a building block. Can
2: I ask a way to phrase this? Yeah. As someone who wasn't born in 1986 to watch the Cavs? Right. He was not a three-point shooter, he, if that's what you He did ask. take a single three that year. No, Zero he wasn't threes. a
1: three-point shooter.
2: He was a guy who... He played there. defense, which we need. Exactly. So we were running his numbers. He played the second most minutes. He was the third leading scorer, but it was more hustle stuff on the side as opposed to them running sets when, for him. It was big hustle stuff.
1: Play. It was big hustle stuff, and a lot of the stuff he did didn't show up in the box scores. But I always felt that Hot Rod was the guy that set the energy tone, which every team needs. They need to energize their butter bunny. When Hot Rod was on the floor, I felt everybody I, – I don't even know if they kept plus-minus stats back then. I don't think they did. Now, did they have him play a three or four? He was a three now i think if if uh when did the plus minus stat become a thing it was much later
2: uh no. by the way twitter just apparently turned off the api for everyone who doesn't pay for twitter blue so you're not going to see links is, or videos or anything what anymore is twitter, twitter blue
1: i don't even know what that is
2: it's where you can pay to have a blue check mark what an embarrassment why i don't know but i'm just seeing on twitter everyone's freaking out right now so well good you, can't you, you see shouldn't pictures. be able to
3: pay to have a blue check mark
2: no no I th- no not us
3: like so so people you got to so you can't post any links
2: if you're not paying for Twitter blue? What? That's apparently what's going on on Twitter. Oh my. A- God. Hey, we have a new mic back here. Anthony, you want to test out the new mic? Oh, that might be guess, true can you though hear me? Because, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so it seems to be the free API is gone and so now our link what, to the show API? doesn't work for me as a non-Twitter paying user. So what that's is API? Be I don't know. Interesting obstacle for us in the future. Essentially anything you post is a video it, it it shows it to you in person. Yeah, it's not there anymore.
1: There was no an warning API. about this. No, they've been talking about it. They, they've been saying it's been coming for a long time. Ugh,
0: Twitter sucks since Elon.
1: Well, up. here's the thing. When he went in, he realized. You know, did you ever buy a car? It was used, mm-hmm. and you were told that it was one thing, and then you rode it for a week, and you're like, "Holy shit, this thing sucks." Yeah, this. <laughs> is, yeah, I yeah. got a ping in the motor. There's struts are gone in the back. I know that. I know I need new brakes now. Yeah. They weren't squeaking before. They must have oiled them. Well, when he went in. And took over and started digging down. He was like, oh boy, <laughs> I bought 11. I yeah. bought something. I well, was told something that I know wasn't true. is
0: it's been worse since he took over. Well,
1: here's why. Now he's got to monetize it. Mm-hmm. Now he has to find a way to, obviously, he didn't buy this because he wanted it. Right. He bought it to monetize it. All the experts have been saying this is a trouble purchase because I don't know that it can be monetized to the point of its where its payroll was. That's why the first thing he had to do is come down. And slash payroll by about ninety percent. They had so many frivolous people doing nothing that he got he got rid of all of them. Now he's got a Well, revenue stream. That's true. well? He came in and looked
0: at the structure. Well, model he, that's of what his claims. Just because he, he just came it. in and said,
1: you know, like when, whenever go buy oh, something, he said, "What do you do?" Jay, what do you nobody do? cares what do you do? about
0: that. The, what fans people care about is that Twitter sucks and he t- took it over. That's all that people care about. It, we hear no, what sucks the, about it. The fans don't care about it. It's not going to be free anymore. It is what it is. Right. No, no, that's what that's what sucks about yeah. it. It's well, not going to be so no, that's anymore. not what it sucks about it. Yes, what it sucks is. about it is anybody can have a blue check mark. That's bad. Well, that's
1: dumb. That was that was stupid from jump. Why the blue check mark was supposed to delineate from verified public people, right. which I thought was stupid in the first place. Why?
0: Because what you know what, you have credibility. Oh, so someone so you need that blue check mark to have credibility? Nobody it, and it, it, it denotes a potential legitimate source
1: of news. Oh, trust me. I've seen lots of things tweeted from blue check marks that was wrong. A lot of things. Of course, but so, there has to be some standard. Here's what I... I we talked about this you know on Channel 3 a couple of weeks ago. You don't agree there should be some standard? Yes. You want to hear my standard? Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. Everybody's verified. Here's what I mean by that. And this is, this is a bare minimum for the barrier to entry. This is a public space. Right. If you went into a theater and yelled, fire... We want to know who you are, so we can hold you accountable, right? Right. The problem with social media and the reason that it's run amok is because there are too many people with the handle uh, Hercules Mike. Right. Right. Sure. And now there's no accountability, so he can say whatever the hell he wants. But that hasn't changed. Here's what I what I'm here would be my suggestion. Right. Everybody's verified, and here's what I mean by that: If you want to share the public space right we need to know your first name we need to know your last name agreed and we need to know that that's you and you're one of one agreed i 100 percent agree so with the that bots, but that's not happening anyway no i know my suggestion yeah. is we talked about this on channel three a couple of weeks ago my suggestion is where social media went crazy was it became the world's largest bathroom wall you could go in there and write something defamatory right. and leave and there's no accountability No accountability so when you want to go fishing in any state in the United States, you need a driver's license, and then you need a fishing license. And the reason for that is they want to monitor and make sure that you're going to adhere to the rules that that state sets to fishing or hunting or driving or yes. anything. You have to get a fishing license, but not a gun license. That's crazy. Yes, that's absolutely that's right. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Now, Here's, let's take it the next step.
3: Yeah. That's crazy.
1: You can be a parent. You don't need a license for anything. No. So all I'm saying is if you want to share a social public space, there should be a bare minimum requirement to that. And, and it, the bare minimum is we need to know who you are. Yeah. We need to know that you're one of one and that everything you say comes from you agree
0: but that's so not happening that's the blue instead, check mark that instead, we would he meet. has added pe- he has confused people by letting anybody become a blue check mark mm-hmm. and some people think that's a sign of credibility which is not always is the case but now it's even worse well the because first- now anybody could have it and and not to mention he he unbanned some people from Twitter some that probably should have been unbanned but some that should have stayed. It banned because they were spreading misinformation or whatever they were doing. That's a whole other rabbit hole.
1: Yeah. Because there's also people on Twitter that damn well should be
0: banned that aren't. Well, he, and he has, anyway, it's not everybody's seeing people's tweets, even if you're following them now. The whole thing is a mess. That's the bottom
5: line.
2: Well, and and we could get out of this whenever we want, by the way. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's been a
0: mess.
1: I think it will continue to be a mess. Again, the bare minimum requirement. It's very simple. Y- if you want an account, Here's the bare minimum, just like if you want a fishing license. I hear you. Show me your driver's license. It's not, not going to be public anywhere. We're going to see it. We're going to make sure that that's you, and you're getting one account. Period. Uh, Robots. No that would kill. I'm it. just saying. The, the general- biggest problem to Twitter was when he bought it, the percentage of c- accounts that were fake far exceeded the uh, the percentage that weren't. I hear you. And here's All another stat. All I know stat. is it's gotten worse just, since you Just took to it let over. everybody know yeah. that, because we think that Twitter is the world, and that that's, and, that, and oh, you know, everybody's saying it. Fewer than 1% of Americans see tweets every day.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like,
1: we tend to get lost in the, well, everybody thinks that. Yeah, and right. this, that, it's a that's small not percentage. true. It's a very, it's very minuscule it's percentage. It's very, very small. And so, for us, we can no longer tweet on our Twitter page. Ian's working on it. Uh, take
2: Tag Word forward The quick. good
0: news is I'm rooting for Elon Musk to go broke and bankrupt and lose all his money and live in the street. Just, just well, take, t- I hope t- uh, take Tag Word real be quick. Be careful oh, with that. His, his Tesla stock is up over 100% in three months. Yeah, and he'll probably block me on Twitter for saying it.
2: This is the uh, Twitter no, outrage. delete your Outage in the last 24 <laughs> hours. As you can see, it has spiked in the last 30 mm. minutes. That is what's going on. But a reminder before we move on to Guardians that the 12 o'clock lunch hour is sponsored by Collie Grayson. Yeah. Yeah. Collie Grayson, your Northeast Ohio sports team. Let's talk a little Guardians, guys.
1: Yeah. Are, are You want to do Guardians first? Because I, I thought that that question, didn't we do that question last week? No?
2: I felt like we did that. We Mark. did. we did. We were, who would benefit the most from the uh yeah, the I rules. thought we've been talking
1: about this. I know I've given my opinion on it. I thought you had, too. Which guardian do you expect to take the biggest step forward? Yeah. Which guardian do you te- to expect to take the biggest step back? I think we did do that. I feel like we've done it on and off for a month.
3: But Oscar, most of y'all said Oscar Gonzalez. Oscar Gonzalez
1: was the guy that I most fear a regression, and Stephen Kwan is the guy that I most believe can repeat what he did last year. Are yeah, you-
0: I mean... I. I, there are a couple of guys in the bullpen that I'm a little worried about because yeah, the bullpen point. is the least predictable thing in baseball. Who's the guy you're worried about? I mean, I think Henschus, especially coming off, he's dealing with an injury here and in a shoulder. I'm worried about Karen Cech. I know he wasn't a rookie last year. Well, maybe technically he still was. I don't think so. Um, because, he was not technically a rookie. Okay. But I am worried about Karen Cech as well because he's uh, he's a little bit of a crazy person. And I don't know that I could trust him from year to year. Bullpens are very shaky. Like, yeah. it's hard to be to it's, rely on bullpens. It,
1: year to year, it's, you, you never will never
0: see the success. Right. Carry over year to year. There's For, moving parts. It's tough to duplicate. It's not that, like, I, obviously I have a lot of confidence in Emmanuel A, But if he struggled this year, you can't, like, you see this all the time. Edwin Diaz, who along with A were the two best relief pitchers in baseball last year, his first year on the Mets, he was awful. Awful. Yeah. He had been great in Seattle. Then he signed with the Mets. Then he got traded to the Mets. And his first year at the Mets, he was horrendous. And then he bounced back last year and he was great. So you never know for these guys. I, I'd be surprised if Class A was wasn't great. But I, I, in the end, baseball in particular is the most unpredictable sport of any. And the bullpen specifically is the hardest sport to predict. So I have some concerns there, but... Uh, yeah, Oscar Gonzalez, and we talked about this with Zach Meisel last week. You know his swing is a little crazy, it's and big. He wasn't expected uh, crazy is a little strong, but he has some holes in his swing. Well, I don't and think crazy is, is the wrong word.
1: Okay, because it's,
2: can you explain it's, why you think his swing is long?
1: Crazy? But that's not my fear. My fear right. is is his, his pitch selection's not great. Right, and, and we so if it, and and Zach said this, and the first thing I want to do is face a hitter. That chases balls. Right. Because that means I
0: don't have to throw it in his red well, zone. Well, and, and he compared him to Javi Baez. Now, Javi Baez is best. If 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 Oscar Gonzalez is close to Javi Baez is best, that's great. Because he was a ball. Wasn't Baez, though? He just chased breaking balls. That was his thing. He would well, chase breaking balls off the plate. Sure, he did big time. But he well, swung it, he did swing it. He swung it a Eventually, they started throwing him everything. Out. I sure, I, and obviously, I didn't. Early watch. in his career, it was just like throwing breaking yeah. ball outside. He'll swing. And obviously, last year because he was on the Tigers, outside of when he played the he Guardians, didn't I didn't really see him play yeah. that much last year. But uh, but he had a horrendous season. He's the best example of a
1: guy who is who is basically, I don't want to say he's irrelevant, but he, he basically affected his career trajectory because he couldn't have plate discipline, right. And it because, started with the outside curveball with him, right? And it did, and it kind of went everywhere and, else. But with comes, Oscar, Oscar swings at pitches. He's an equal opportunity swinger. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll go after no,
3: anything. Don't you need a guy like that? Don't you need a guy that yeah, I don't, be in your lineup that, that's you going to
0: strike out a lot? In this lineup, yeah, it's it will kill him in this lineup because there's so many guys that make contact. But
1: he also has to he has to make contact too. He just does. Sure, because but, that's the way
3: that's why his team plays. I mean, is right. a risk-reward if he strikes out. Yes. If he strikes out a he's not, thousand if he's times, but hit he needs
0: 30 home runs. If he's going to hit me 30 home runs, I, I don't care that he strikes out a lot. Yeah, but he had, what, 11 last year? Right. I mean, and I don't know that he's going to hit 30 home runs. Yeah. I'm saying if he does, I'm okay with the strikeouts because yeah. I know that I know that most of my other hitters are getting on base. Yeah, here's my fear for Are putting the ball him. in play. Uh, April and
1: May are, the, are critical months for him. Critical. Because if he doesn't show the ability to have better plate discipline, then the, the book is just don't throw no, the guy straight. Right, right, right. And Make him hit bad pitches, which is proven, right. by the way, he can. That's But he right. can't do it on a regular basis. But it, I want to see him – I would rather he strike out looking than chase a ball on the edge or out of the strike zone.
0: At least consistently. Everybody's yes. going to do that once in a while. Yes. I, I think the thing with Gonzalez is – and we've seen this before with other players like him – you could tell me that he's going to be in the MVP conversation in June, and you could tell me he's in the minors in June, yep. and I couldn't be shocked by either. I'm with It you. might be an extreme yeah. on both, but I think, like, yeah. Stephen Kwan, I know he's not in the MVP conversation, and I know he's not going to be in the minors. Oscar yeah. Gonzalez, he could be killing it, and he could be a disaster and be back playing in Columbus. And what adds to that argument is what yeah. he did in the
1: playoffs. Like, I, I remember the walk-off home run against the Rays. Oh, my God. i would never even, and I've been to two game sevens for the Indians. I've never remember my nerves being on more edge than they were for that entire game. It was one pitch game the whole time. Yeah. And I just, I just kept thinking it's going to be a mistake. Somebody's going to make a mistake. They're going to throw a routine double play ball into the dugout, give yep. a player a base, a wild pitch with a guy on third. I just felt like it was going to be something fluky because everybody had five, six at-bats, and nobody was doing anything, and neither team was built to have that player. That's right. And when Gonzalez hit that ball out of the park, it changed the way I look at him, because the moment was ten times bigger than he was, and he had already had some really big moments in that series. And he just came up and hit the home run like he knew he was, like he was expecting to hit the home
3: run. Why does it seem like that? I don't know how to explain it. Why does it seem like the, the, the Guardians... Have to start over every year. Like, what I mean by start over, like, they don't have, they don't carry momentum
0: from year to year. So, I say, don't, I don't know that anybody does in baseball.
3: Or, or it, all the Yankees and know.
0: Dodgers do. Like,
3: it's the the momentum. I mean, the Astros do. The momentum is almost like. Does so, that feel like the
0: U Bull? I don't feel like we're starting over. I don't know. No, no, like, don't. the momentum with the fans. Like, oh, with the fans. Absolutely. Yes, there is. Absolutely. A, that, like, why, why? Well, that goes back to what I said about the Browns, that the Browns fan. Browns get the benefit of the doubt every year. We're there. Browns fans are there every year. We're so excited. Cool. We go to practice and training camp and we just yes. scream in Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, but I'm the, like people, like, the people like the people like you and I that are locked. Even if we're not watching the Guardians every day, we're locked into the score. Everything. We're paying yeah. attention. The it, momentum it, is just it, not that there. Has to well, build every right, year. That has fans. to build. Yeah,
2: with the fans. You're right. It's not there. One of yeah. the I, I mentioned this real quick. Jay, Jay, what, was, what was it like in 2017 after the Guardians made the Indians at the time made the World Series. Did it still start big carryover?
1: No big carryover because they made some big offseason signings, right they signed Juan Encarnacion yes and the team was better and, the team was, and, and, and we we're like okay season. if we can get
0: our but the staff. attendance wasn't up that much no, no nope. it wasn't it was up but not you, up that so, much so,
1: so it, compare that to the 90s now if you ask me in the 90s uh-huh. the excitement for 95 opening day 96 opening day 97 opening day was was bronze like and now there's a lot of things going on there number one we've lost a significant number of residents since then Yeah, uh, that's 20 years ago. That's crazy. And our population is down significantly. If you measure us against other major cities, it's down more than most of your major cities. The other thing is we had more entertainment dollars for those late 90s years because we didn't have to spend them on the Browns. So we weren't buying season tickets for the Browns and there was no Browns to distract us. And we knew that. So we were all in on the team well, we felt could win it, and plus the Indians.
0: Uh, not that I'm an economics uh, aficionado, but it seems to me that the cost of living has gone up since then way more than. Th- and salaries have. It, there, so, there's, there's probably something to that, but
1: Cleveland is yeah. an economically depressed city. Sure. We we are number one in the country in poverty. Right.
0: Which, you know, percentage of residents
1: living right. in, below the poverty line. And the bond,
0: amount of. Just Right, and the, and, and the ticket prices in the 90s compared to now. Sure. Versus the amount of money people are making yeah. in the city of Cleveland then versus now. I would like to look the, at those three things. So yeah. your inflation line from mid 90s, your employment or
1: your uh, yeah. wage line from the mid 90s, and the ticket cost line. Yeah. Typically, teams are smart. They monitor the other two and they set the ticket prices based the, on what those two right. are doing. And the Guardian's price prices out of
0: the in comparison to other baseball teams but are reasonable. We're a bargain. And you can get a cheap ticket in the outfield mm-hmm. or whatever. for but the, a, the, feeling, we're a the feeling. But you have to build up that fan. The
3: feeling when they lost to the Yankees, right? Yeah. I remember we we, we uh, were blowing up when
0: we were doing those post yeah, games. Yeah, shows. Yeah, they were yeah, blowing yeah, up. The, the fans feel, are here. This, the yeah, feeling they're dormant
1: for 10 months. That's because so we, crazy.
0: Because it, the Guardians have a much higher percentage of casual fans. Yeah, they do. You're right. It, but it, but those casual fans become diehards
1: in September and October. That's right. That's right. So, the but, conversion rate and the fact that they hibernate for 10 months out of the year. But there's one other thing that comes into play. And I, I saw this in the mid-90s with the Braves. It's actually winter fatigue. That's, and and yes. I, I, by winter fatigue, I don't mean, oh, God, we're sick of winning. Yeah, We're consistently either in the playoffs or in the hunt. If yeah. you go back during t- Terry's tenure, yeah. we're there. Yeah. Yeah. In the mid-90s, before they broke through in 95 and beat us in six games in the 95 World Series, I was covering that series. So I would go down to Atlanta, and I'd be like, I didn't think I'd ever see this in my lifetime. I'm at a World Series game that's not a sellout. Yeah. Their divisional playoff games, there were 10,000 empty seats. Yeah. Because the Braves were like, yeah, wake me in October. Think about how we were. to the World
0: Series. To a lesser degree, think about how (laughs) things were here the last year or two with the second LeBron run.
3: Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, You're yep. right. The yep. regular
0: season, we were like, it's like who cares? Like, you don't what? Me to the
1: playoffs. Buckeyes are playing Toledo. What's your what? What are you thinking? You're what? not interested in that. I'm no. not watching. You're it. not going to Columbus, no. and you likely won't even watch I it watch if you have game. something else to do. No. So it's. I'm not saying that we're the Buckeyes. You know, like, no, we don't have that not. kind of dominance, obviously. But fans have become desensitized by making the playoffs. They're, they have one thirst they haven't quenched. And that's winning the that's World Series. That's all that matters now. And to them, they're like, yeah, this is nice. We'll make the playoffs. The Yankees will beat us. So right, we won't or win. the Astros
0: will beat us. And they, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. kind
1: of know what the outcome a is. Cent, right. But the
0: closer you get to that finish line, the more the hype and the energy of the city builds. And the fans won't, a lot of fans won't jump in for the whole year because they, like you say, they feel like our ceiling is in the playoffs but not yeah. winning the World Series. But, Mike, I don't remember if you were here last year, if you had already moved here. I know the show hadn't started yet. If you had moved here, opening day is big.
1: Always. Every always, year. Opening day,
0: yeah. I, we used to always do our show at, at a bar downtown. Yeah. The atmosphere downtown for opening day, even though the weather most years sucks on opening day. Yeah. Not every year, but most years. It's kind of, too, it's the celebration of two things. Spring yeah. is here. Kind of. Yeah. I
1: mean, that, <laughs> if you ask most Clevelanders when is when does spring start... You know they'll say, oh March first, March twenty yeah. first, or Indians opening day. <laughs> yeah. And you're right, the weather could. We, we've seen snow more often
2: day. than not since I've lived here. Yeah, it opening was really day nice last year. I, I, I was here, but I just it moved was in. nice. Yeah. and I walked around because Jay, you guys did all the WKYC stuff out yeah. there.
1: and here's the other thing too, it's a reason to party. Oh, yeah. and Cleveland okay. loves a reason to party. Like if if, if March seventeenth is nice. You know what downtown's going to look like? Oh my god! It's oh, going to yeah. be packed with people. It's insane because it's a oh. celebration. Oh, Mike's These never party. been here for that. Yeah, oh, Mark, never, you, haven't oh seen, my god. you haven't seen Patrick's Day. It's bonkers oh here. It's nuts if it's if it's warm. Oh my god! It feels like the Kentucky Derby, but if it's not, it can be a little disappointing. But people in Cleveland love a reason to party. People mm-hmm. anywhere do. But opening, what's crazy here is opening day will be a sellout. And the next day, if it's 28 or 35 and 8, windy and cold, people. there'll be 10,000 people there. Maybe. That's how it goes. There'll be 10,000 right. tickets yeah. sold. 8, I don't know if there's 10,000 10, people sold. there. No I hate that, too, it but sucks. that's the way it is. That's it the sucks. reality of it.
2: You, uh, top five left fielders, you want to do that? Yeah, let's do top five left fielders before we do that, though. You guys let's are going to probably kill me bet Jack, real one. quick. Betjack is in on all the action it is live in ohio because sports betting is taking over the great state of ohio you can download the bet jack app today so you'll be ready to go on all the action (laughs) bet jack it is ohio sportsbook if you're not already a member of the ultimate cleveland sports show by the way you can become a member for 199 we had something pretty special happen on friday beautiful over 25 memberships were gifted That's from current members to now new members so Shout out to all you guys for doing that. That was So we not a,
1: only have the smartest fan base, we have the. The most generous. The most generous.
2: And base. seriously, it, that is something that's so cool. We haven't seen that since we've been doing this. That's crazy. It was uh, It was awesome to see. And you guys are the best. We say it all the time, but you guys really are the best. For coaches to your members, which what was gifted, it's less than five bucks a month You get all the same starter tier perks. Plus, overtime videos, member shout outs, discount codes for merch. Jason is texting with coaches to your members tonight during the Cavs oh. Celtics game. Might be a jv game with the players on the court but jason will bring his a game no matter what we have a link That's to great. get on that text list on the community tab of our youtube page under the coaches Hit that like section. button so like button is hit that like button. It's, it's free <laughs> it is free it's the easiest thing you can do to help us out it does make a difference and we appreciate yeah.
0: the question is does stephen kwan make mike's top five left fielders i don't think it will i don't think he will by Good. the way, MLB.com does their top 10 at each position right now, you know? They do. And Stephen Kwan was sixth. So I would have him in five to t- or six to 10. Does, he just doesn't have
1: enough power for me. He's a corner outfield position. He's got to have power, and he has no power. So,
3: so I have a theory, um, and I'm, I don't want to derail it too much yeah. because Stephen Kwan did win a gold glove. Uh, is it safe to say that you just can't win a gold? You can win all the gold gloves you want, and if you can't hit, you're not going to the Hall of Fame? No, Ozzie Smith did it. I, it's like one or two, right?
1: I yeah. Just meant I mean,
0: there are exceptions. You have to be. I mean, it depends the position you play. At shortstop, the old shortstop back when he played, it, it was different. Then right? it was different. Yeah. I don't think we're seeing a guy left field. I, I, no, we're not seeing a left fielder getting like, old. So not, not with that
1: so, no. little bit of pop. So no.
3: if Kwan, if Kwan get fifteen gold gloves, now, no, now it's different if he
1: gets to three thousand hits.
3: Okay. No, so he was not a power Shevetti. hitter, right.
1: Uh, Ichiro
0: didn't have – the
1: Ichiro didn't hit for power, although no. he could. He was Neither deceptively – Neither, Neither did, did Tony Gwynn. Neither did Rod Carew.
0: Win. Right. I saw a stat yesterday, by the way. You're going to love this. I meant to – I don't know if I sent this to you guys. Rod Carew uh, – sorry, Mikey, real quick. He could hit 350. Rod Carew, over a 10-year stretch, won the batting title seven times. <laughs> and the three times he didn't win, <laughs> he had batting averages of – I can't remember the exact number, but roughly – 360, 330, and 310. That yeah. was the old baseball. That was our baseball <laughs> ball, yeah, and I insane. loved that baseball. Like Bill Buckner Ooh. would finish ninth in batting, hitting 325. Yep. 325 yeah. today. Sorry, Mike, go the ahead. League by, by a by lot. By a yeah. whole lot. Yeah. yeah. All right, who's your number five? So, there were seven
2: guys I considered for five spots. No. Nah. Well, there's three. There's a clear top three. I agree. Clear top yeah. three. I don't But I'm know just saying, that. overall. You guys are going to kill me when All you right. see my number one. But I went with Cleveland's. Stephen Kwan. Oh, you can make a case I'm for him for spot. five. You,
1: you can't. He, here's I...
2: my case real quick. There's another guy, Taylor Ward on the Angels, yeah. who did not make my top five. Wow. He only played 100 games last year. And while he had better numbers probably overall as a power hitter and really an overall offensive player, Yeah. it was 100 games versus Kwan's full season and such a short sample size. I needed to see a little more from Ward longevity. I, I didn't have Ward in my top five.
0: MLB.com had... Kwan's MLB not duck.com MLB network had Quan six and Ward five. They did have Ward five. Yeah. So okay.
2: Neither are in my top five. Okay. So I put five. The glove is that
0: good. That I, I, I don't think have a get problem it. with yeah, that. Yeah. The I'm, glove I'm is fine, fine with quanti- I'm qu- fine with quantify. I just need more power from a corner outfielder. I hear, but he does everything else. Well, he does everything else above average. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, above average. The glove is good speed, like that arm defense. Yeah. Running the bases, putting,
2: putting on, the ball into play.
0: Not straight. All right.
1: What's yeah, number four for you?
0: So.
2: I have, like, a, a baseball crush on this guy. All right. Randy Orozarena. Yeah,
1: I kind of do, too. Yeah, he's really I good. I just like the way he plays. I he, mean, I don't have a crush He does on
2: everything. Him. He's at his best in the postseason. He has the single season or single, I guess, postseason record for most home runs in a single postseason. Yeah. Yeah. He plays with nobody else in the lineup for the majority of his time in Tampa Bay, and he still puts up absurd numbers. Yeah. I wanted to put him higher. I couldn't. I have him But I love Randy Orozarena. I have him three. I love him. Oh, really? I, I, love him.
1: That?
3: I love him. I love him. Man, he sounds like a
1: gardener. He's a nice player. Give me but... eight eight players that play like him, I'm going to win a World Series. <laughs> sounds like a
3: gardener from Wycliffe.
0: <laughs> I wonder, if right. Jay, did you leave out some guys that you might think are DH? My I list, this is the most unconventional list I'll have at any okay, position. Okay, go ahead. I'll tell
1: you that right now. You number definitely have some guys
0: a... who are
2: DH slash
0: left fielders that you put out. Yeah, man, man. Number three is easy. Yeah, There's I do. Old, but... To me, I, three was easy. It's got to be Schwarber, right? It is Schwarber, yeah. Yeah. I have Schwarber at five. Oh, wow you got a Rosarena ahead of Schwarber? I do.
1: I do. If wow. Stephen Kwan's your number one, I'll come out and fight you, Jay. No, Stephen Kwan did not no. make my top five. No, said he did make his top He's five. He's in my six through ten. I okay. didn't even really seriously consider him. I, 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 because of, I just, I need, I need power out of that position. Are yeah. you
2: moving other outfielders? No. No, I'm not. Well, before I say who two and one are, it's a pretty obvious two one here, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, it's, no, it's not.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Yes, it's an well, obvious 2 Jay's, Jay's list is more interesting than mine. Number two, I put Juan Soto. I have him too. also. All right,
0: I have him number one. Above, he had, had, a down year he had a terrible
1: year, year last year, but not there was a lot one. going on
0: for him so last year. You must year. have left out number one because you might not have him as a left fielder because he DHs a lot. No, I thought you guys wouldn't put Soto at left field because he, oh, no, he, he played right field
1: last year. Yeah, but then he yeah, played yeah.
2: left field in San Diego, which is why... Yeah, but Bob right. Melvin has already said he's my left fielder. Yeah,
1: right. So I, I thought maybe you guys might not consider him a left fielder well, the number but, one guy
2: also DHs a lot, and he is without a question in my mind phenomenal. The best left fielder in baseball is Jordan Alvarez. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I know he's kind of a DH. I know he's not the greatest fielder. He plays a little first base too, but guys what he freaks. does offensively is second to none. I I, I would, agree.
1: Yeah, but when one's, if Juan Soto can re- regain his form from two years ago, yeah, I, it's a toss-up. that's up. a big if. I think but it's I'm a toss not. up
0: between those two. I, <laughs> yeah, I would actually not. I, I would argue that if I had to choose one for the next ten years i probably lean towards Soto. Because of... It. Well, but... But right now, in this moment, Alvarez, Alvarez has played too, better. Alvarez? No, I know. I, I'm a little worried, more worried about him getting hurt, but... Yeah. He's just, such a big body. I love Juan Soto. I, Juan Soto's fantastic. <laughs> I just don't know how you put a Rosarena ahead of Schwarber. I Wait, just so just who, you who hate who's him?
1: your top five, Jay? I have Soto, Alvarez, Arezzareno, uh Tyler O'Neill. You guys didn't mention Tyler O'Neill. I like Tyler O'Neill. I think that's a swing and a miss by you guys. Yes. Uh, O'Neill. I thought about putting him at 5 and Schwarber at 4. Ultimately, you said you're worried about uh Alvarez getting hurt. Schwarber to me is at the end. It's closer to the end than the beginning. But he's been so good the he's last time. He's been great. Yeah. He's been great.
0: And uh, but and, I just And the one thing he he's clutch. He is very clutch. Very clutch and um, Don't Clevelanders know it. Yes. And and uh God. I listen, Tyler to me I actually am with you. Um, I thought you'd have on O'Neal, Tyler O'Neal be in five. Yeah. I would put him ahead of Ward and Quan. He was banged up last year. He was. He missed some time. He's but a really when he, he plays, he plays his ass off. Well, puts what I like about up. him compared to the other guys in the mix at the bottom of the five, and even compared to a Ro- well, no, Rosarina's got speed too, but O'Neal is a great defender, and he has speed and he has power. It's yeah. an unusual combo. To me, do he's you think Quan the average with, baseball with fan? Knows who Tyler no. O'Neill is? No. no.
2: No, but
1: that's not how you can't. You no, know, no, but no. no, no that I'm, I'm just, just adding. Just yeah. I would
0: bet 90% of our audience doesn't know what ty- team Tyler O'Neal is here's, on. Here's the,
1: he plays in the middle of America.
0: He doesn't play well, on but a we're coast. in the middle of America. I,
1: right. <laughs> you know what? I have, yeah. I have this discussion with baseball fans. Yeah. Not like us, but yeah. guys that know the game. Yeah. And they're like, Jose Ramirez is okay. I mean, he's okay. Who's saying Man. that? Guys that don't watch him play every day. What? And I say, look, it's the same people that you know that don't know who Tyler O'Neill is.
0: Right, right, right. That's true.
1: And and I can understand why Clevelanders might not know who Tyler O'Neill is, just because he's in the National League and yeah. we don't get to see them on a regular basis. But to me, it's the guys that get stuck in these towns: Detroit, right, Milwaukee, and St. Louis, is a great Kansas baseball city. town, Obviously, St. Louis is a different breed. St. Louis, I think, has the best fans in baseball. I really do. Well, St. It, Louis fans it's, are. It's
0: the only city in America where clearly baseball is the most popular sport, right? They usually yeah. lead the major leagues in ratings, right? Which is because it's, it's the most by far the, like obviously baseball is huge in Boston. It's huge in New York. They There's have other, other distractions. Places. But, They but hockey and that's it, right? Right, right. That's it. St. Louis, even when football was there, even when the
3: Rams were there, yeah. the Cardinals were the most. popular and They won team. Super Bowls. They, they don't make no sense. They won Super right. Bowls. Well, they won did. The
1: Cardinals, Cardinals are won World Series. The Cardinals are one been of good. the
0: best organizations in baseball. The
1: Cardinals are the Steelers of the. I don't know. I don't want to go that far. They're they're who would they be? They're always great. they their fans are very intelligent I don't know if you've ever been to a game there I
0: call them, their fans their fans are obnoxious they're obnoxious so. but yeah. they're smart they know that they game. are they understand the what I've been to Wrigley I, for a lot of Cardinals Cubs games and yeah well that's why you Cardinals. think they're I, obnoxious. I, compare,
3: yeah. I compare them to like the Kansas City Chiefs like okay if, if you say buy that if the Chiefs tradition the tradition very traditional colors they're not changing it very tough place to play they always seem to like, yeah, in, they're one of the, few but, career, that,
0: but I think they're a better franchise historically than the chiefs are. Yeah. But think back to the chiefs, like Bowls one, three, they, like, right. They've I always been in there. the middle. They've had some, yeah, they did have some, the Cardinals downtimes. have never, the Cardinals are the Yankees without the flesh. The, uh, yeah. And the payroll. Well, but they have a good payroll for they
1: a Midwest do. team. They and they, they, they have a fair payroll for yes. what their
0: city is. They get a lot of TV
1: revenue. They do. Unlike, unlike Cleveland. Which we don't, and, and Cleveland doesn't get a, you know. And by the way, that's another thing we got to we got to dive into how this, these games are going to be broadcast, guys. Yeah, we're All getting right. to that oh, soon. Don't it's it's gonna, They have we, the cardinal
0: way. They have guys come into that organization, and you're taught to play a certain way. Yes, and yes. that's been there forever, for you're as long as I can right. remember. Yeah. Do
2: you know who else was on my left field list before we get to the race report from Earl? Who? And this is something I totally missed last year in baseball. I didn't realize it was Chris Bryant. I know he got signed by the Rockies. I don't know he yeah. made the move to left field. Yeah,
0: but yeah. he only – last year was his first year as a left fielder, and he was terrible. And he was, he, I don't he even think hurt. he's going to play left field this year now. Is he, is. He? he is. Is he? I don't yeah. understand it. Bad experiment. I don't know why they're doing that. You know, I, I, I was critical of the Cubs for not signing those guys, but they were smart. Brian's been a disaster. I mean, yeah, one year. Schwarber's been great. No, no, no. Schwarber, I hated they let him let him go at the time. They let him go early. Yeah. Uh, Schwarber's done a great job, and Rizzo's still Rizzo good. Rizzo But the Cubs offered Rizzo a fair contract. He turned it down. Right. But for not – I meant specifically Baez and, and Bryant. I thought they would sign one of those guys. Yeah. Sign, not signing those guys was smart. I thought Bryant was going to change the way we looked at the position I mean, he, for 20 years. I he really was kid. so good when he came God, out. he was amazing. He hasn't been able to stay healthy.
1: I went to a game his first week up. I was in Chicago, and I said, I got to see this kid play. And we sat right by the third base dugout. Yeah. And I just remember watching it seems like such a simple thing and, you, and it, all the players have it. but watching him make the throw from deep third base because right. when he was warming up, he was taking oh. he was taking the grounders really deep at third. Hey. His throw was poetry. Yeah. effortless, such a good straight line, always right in the chest and i just thought oh my god and to look at him he's physically imposing yeah. he's a dude, lot right? bigger than people think i remember andre i remember
0: talking think. to andre Knott at the beginning of the world series and he said man the cubs are big they all work. Like, their whole roster just so big. Man, rizzo
2: they, jason hayward hayward uh, Chad Brian.
0: these dudes came in they looked
3: Chapman. like a football team yeah like yeah, right. and and they had and, and it just seemed like they was all young they just they seen, were. They, they had were. Everybody in their prime. They was throwing the ball hundred miles an hour.
0: They had pitching. And that's what it is you you. And that's why it's so hard in baseball because a lot of people thought, myself included, that the Cubs were going to be a dynasty. They won one championship. And the, that was they it. They only have. They they, they they I thought it was a dynasty. They yeah. only have one player remaining for the twenty sixteen World Series. Yeah. You know who it is. Oh, that's a great question. Um pitcher or fielder? Uh, technically that's not true because they have Jan Gomes on the Cubs now, too. And he played the 2016 World Series, but obviously he was on the Indians. Who is the Ross? O- no, well, Ross David was. Well, Ross is the Ross was, was a, a, is the manager. Yeah, I he, know. Well, you just didn't you didn't clarify he counts. No, um, okay. roster. on the player. Who roster. is uh, who is the only player on the Cubs roster that was on the 2016 World Series team? Oh. And he was a, a, a starter. I'll give you that. Contreras? No, he's gone. He just signed with the Cardinals. He was the second last to go. He's a pitcher, starting pitcher. Oh, he's a pitcher.
3: Um,
0: dang. Not a big, sexy name, but he... Yeah, I know, because I'm thinking of the big, yeah. the big names that I remember. Kyle Hendricks? Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, that's Hendricks, it. that's right. Good, solid pitcher. Where's Theo Epstein now? He's out. He doesn't have a set job. He's just team. chilling. I
4: mean... He left. How? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
0: I think he wants to kind of. I don't know. I don't know if he wants to be baseball commissioner. I don't commissioner. think he wants to because if he. Oh, maybe. Oh, he'd have a job easy. He
4: could
2: anywhere he wants. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, I've read something. This may not be true, and we're gonna do Earl's race report in a sec. But doesn't he want to get and try to do what he did in baseball in another sport now?
0: I don't know about no, that. I hope I he heard
2: that.
1: I hope he doesn't. I hope I, do he doesn't. I've heard is doing, but do it right. No, Depedesta. Podesta, 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 Podesta. isn't that. doing it well.
2: That's what I'm saying. I think he yeah, wants no, to take that. No, let's not do that. that, don't, don't I,
1: hadn't what you've
0: that. Done. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard
1: that. If he never serves as a general manager again, he goes down in history as the best general manager in sports, period. End of it. Full stop. Yes. He took the Red Sox and ended their d- dismal
2: run, and he did the same with uh, the Cubs. Yeah.
0: And That's it. Lock that, you, can't, you can't
2: beat that. It is crazy. It. All right, guys. It is the last time of the week to tell you that uh, College Racing is our 12 o'clock sponsor. And today, the we have a special race recap from Earl and his new microphone. Even the camera can't really pan over there. But <laughs> Earl, what happened this weekend in Vegas?
5: All right, man. So Colic Racing, uh, shout out to Justin Haley, man. Started 26, finished 8th. Didn't lead any laps, but he ran in the top 15 all ways long. Um, wasn't really a good day for AJ Allmendinger. He started 23rd, finished 18th. He was actually involved in a last lap crash uh, the car really didn't have much speed. Didn't conf- he really couldn't find his way towards the front? Overall, though, uh, it was a great race weekend in Vegas. Will Byron, uh, who races the number twenty-four car for Hendrick Motorsports, ended up winning the race at uh, Las Vegas. Rounding out the top five was Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, uh, Bubba Wallace, and Bubba Wallace's teammate. Um, the next race is at Phoenix, the Ultimate Reto- Rentals Work United Five Hundred. Hey, didn't they did really well Saturday, right? Didn't they have two in the top five? They actually did very, very well, Jay, on Saturday. Yeah. All three of the drivers finished in the top ten. That's mm. that
1: is incredible. And really, honestly, and you know this, Earl. It is such a hard sport to penetrate. Um, and I think Matt kind of expected that he would come right in and have the same success at the big uh, on the big circuit, but he's gradually making a real solid name for himself in the sport. And the successes that that he's having in the Affin- Infinity Series, is, I'm not overstating this, Earl. It's pretty incredible, isn't it?
5: No, I think it is incredible, uh, especially when you look at the Xfinity Series. Like you said, it's it's harder to compete at the cup level. Right. But he's building one of the most dominant teams in an Xfinity Series, and I think that's pretty cool. I look at teams like JR Motorsports. You know, Joe Gibbs has a has a team – in uh, Xfinity, but Carlick Racing is basically uh, starting to step right there with the big dogs and make their name in that, very nice. uh, in that
1: series. Very, very nice. All right, good luck to them in Phoenix this week um, as the circuit rolls on. All right, we're done. We're going to overtime. What's our topic today? We're going to finish questions? the
2: viewer questions we didn't get to on Friday. You okay. Viewer,
0: viewer, viewer. We'll see you then. We'll All see
2: right, you on girl. the other side. And we got something special overtime. for you tomorrow, which oh, oh, you guys oh, oh, don't even overtime. know
0: about yet. So oh, for like a treat. A guess, Are we going to find or out
2: in overtime what's special tomorrow? I'll tell you after the show. Okay. You're finally
0: dead or alive.
2: Close. (laughs)